Good afternoon and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader podcast. I'm Nicola Willis from NW Marketing, the Small Business Cheerleader. I'm joined today by Emily Fogg from, um, well, basically Wild Owl Tuition, which has been in business just over a year. And we're going to talk about the three main points to consider when you're a startup and how to get your name out. How are you today? Thanks. I'm great. How are you? Good, good. I'm excited to dive deep into the startup realm because it is something I'm passionate about working with startups to get their business out there. And I know you've gone through all of this in the last year. So we're going to dive deep into what worked for you and tips that you can give others that might be starting uh, either starting up a small business or going from side hustle to full-time small biz. Now, Mm -hmm. you have been and were a teacher for 14 years prior to starting <clears throat> starting your business and you've worked with special needs kids before. So um, dive into that and let people know how you went from uh, working as a teacher and then starting your own business. So it was a long journey for me. When I was a student teacher, I did some tutoring and, and that was fun, a bit of a side hustle. And then um, I went into teaching, which I loved, but I'd always wanted to have my own business and it always been in the back of my mind um, looking for an idea or an opportunity that I could potentially use in the future. So um, I went back to work after finishing my maternity leave in uh, July 2021 and I just felt it was just so hard with a little baby going back to work and I decided it was the right time to start my business. So um, being a teacher, I knew that there was lots of kids that really struggled with um, like getting a diagnosis and having that special intervention that not all schools can provide, especially one-on-one. And I knew that there were kids out there that weren't getting the help that they needed because there was nothing available in our local community. So that's why I started Wise Out, so that I can provide that learning intervention for kids who can't access it. Yep. I love that because it does. It's a passion. That's what most small businesses start out as, I believe. A startup is usually a passion that you find you want to either, you know, make a difference in the world, bring a new service in, a new product. There's some reason deeper inside as to why you do what you do. And that's what you've just ultimately found when you wanted to go and start your own small business. You knew that there was a need there and you knew you had the skills that could help fill that need. And and I love that. And we want to talk about the the three main things that helped you in building that startup. Now, we're talking firstly um, about you joining the Chamber of Commerce. Now, a lot of people don't think about that to begin with, but it is a huge resource for startups. How did you find getting into that realm and, and how that worked for you and the avenues you took within that to help build your awareness of your business? Yeah, so... Um... The idea first came to me when I set up my Google My Business and it, I looked at how I could kind of optimise that for my website and one of the ideas was join your local chamber of commerce. So I was like, oh, okay. So I just Googled our local chamber and saw when their events were and being a new startup, you could just go and attend an event or two for free and just try it out. So I just went along. Um really open-minded, like I'll just go, give it a go, didn't have any expectations and, yeah, I found that really helpful. Um, And then around that time that I decided to go um, see what it was all about, they had some business awards happening. So I actually ended up being nominated for an award 
and entering um, the award and then I won. So winning the Startup Award was really good. I got lots of free advertising. I got lots of support and help from other members of the chamber and it also is so good for credibility because tutoring is unregulated. So lots of people, if they've tried another service and it hasn't gone so well, they're really hesitant and, and untrusting. So being able to um, have that on my website and use that in all my promotion um, material really shows that I'm not, you know, I am credible. So yeah, it is. It's it's the trust because people buy from people they trust and they buy from people they like. So if you can tick off one of those boxes, I think it's always a wonderful start. Uh, what did the award entail? Like what was the nomination process like and and how was the uh, writing up of the award submission? What were they chasing? What sort of information did they want? Uh, so I went to, so once I was nominated, they had an information night. So I went along to that and I had to answer five different questions and you had to write 1,500 words on each question. So it was at the time when I was at, I remember sitting there going, oh, you know, that's that's not much to write. That won't take long. (laughs) And I remember spending a whole week of the school holidays just working on on this application. It was, um, but it was really worth it. I had to talk about um, my business plan, um, lots of questions about my business plan my customers and ideal clients of what was different about my service and why it was important in our community. Um, so, I yeah, so you had five different questions to answer and I wrote it myself and then I sent it to my mum to proofread. <laughs> um, poor mum's been proofreading everything for the past year. And then I have a good friend who is a small business owner of Lyrical Infusion and she's a fantastic writer. She does a lot of fringe shows and I got her to um, edit it as well and she did help me a lot with a critical eye. So. Yeah, you need, you need support. You need people in your corner. I know I've done that with marketing award submissions over the many years. I've written them for various reasons and um, I know last year or the year before it was the um, Mumpreneur Awards and it, I understand they give you questions to answer and you think, oh, that's fine. I remember sitting there for days writing it, rewriting it, getting people to read it, going, does this make sense? Is this really what I do? But you know yeah. what it does? It actually makes you really assess uh, the basics, which is what I work through with my clients in the startup phase you know, what is your plan? What are, you know, what is your ideal client? Why do you do what you do? You know, what's your difference? Everything they're asking within that award submission is something that yet yeah, is very important to building a business. So for you to know those answers and for you to get through that process shows that you do have a business that has a place because you've done the work and they've obviously seen that. Yeah. So that's amazing. So These are things that people forget are out there. There are other awards you can also um, be part of, uh, like the Mumpreneur Award for Women in Business. There's a lot of female in business awards. And there's a lot of grants you can go for as well if you have a new idea or you have a new business concept that uh, local councils and chamber of commerce can back you in so I think it's a wonderful idea and it's great that from google my business you got through to that concept and then you ended up winning that award so it just shows you how it was meant to be but exploring that 
is definitely number one. Where can you find that support as a startup? And what does that look like for your business? So you found that support. So you're still obviously a member of the Chamber of Commerce and, and yeah. yeah, you utilize yeah. that as a support for your business now, even a year or so in. Yeah, I still do. I try to get to as many of the events as I can. Um, sometimes a little bit difficult with my tutoring sessions clash or and also I've got a little little girl who's two now. So life gets in the way. <laughs> but does. you did the main thing in the, yeah. the most critical period, which was trying to get your business out there. So you could support yes. and grow it over that year, which you've um, been able to do. And I think that that's a wonderful thing. So that's number one. If you're a startup or looking to um, create a business, try looking for your Chamber of Commerce first in your area. As you said, you can test them for free to see if it's a, a fit for you. And then you can join and try and attend uh, events as they happen. I know I've done guest speaker at a number of the um, Swan Chamber of Commerce and uh, they have wonderful luncheons and events that, where they have guest speakers on a variety of topics and small businesses. So you can actually hear from other businesses and a good networking chance to have a coffee and oh, over lunch and talk to people and know that you're not alone in a lot of the business uh, problems that we all go through, but that people can support you with resources, which I think is a wonderful yeah. thing. You can Google as much as you can, but sometimes in person and talking to people that have been there and done that is sometimes even better. Yeah, I agree. Now, the second one we wanted to talk about is your local council. Now, how did that come about and what resources or what avenues did you go into in that regard? So in startup phase, how did your council help? Um, so it was um, a bit of a the same with the that competition. It all kind of happened at the same time. So from going along to the local um, Chamber of Commerce meetings, I found out my local council also had a home-based business um, support group. So once a fortnight they meet and anyone who has a home-based business can go along and every week they have a guest speaker or a different topic and you, it's just a get-together, you have coffee, have a chat about um, any successes and also anything you need help with and we're really good. I've met some lovely people through there and they also have, um, let you know about other kind of classes and things that are going on as well so yeah lots of support because yeah. yeah if you don't have access to a lot of that information uh, working from home can become very isolating and like I said you can google a lot of things but we forget that that in-person interaction is really where most of the learning can come from because real life experiences sometimes trump a lot of the things you can learn online so to think that they've got that as an option from work from home businesses is amazing too I think that yeah. these are underrated uh, when it comes to a lot of them are free to attend aren't they yeah. um, and the resources and guest speakers um, and then things like the Chamber of Commerce are, are very minimal when you when you uh, cost as opposed to say you know huge big programs you can be part of so it doesn't have to be cost limitating is what I'm saying you can get access mm -hmm. to these things and uh, start up uh, your business business grow quicker um, by making these connections because people know people who know more people and if you're yeah. someone that they trust the uh, word of mouth and referrals are more likely to be uh, to hit home aren't they everyone loves yeah. a referral and that's why all the uh, we were talking before about the local uh, Facebook pages I know I always see people I even did it for uh, driving instructors for my 16 year old 
I just, the first thing I did instead of Googling, I just put up on the local uh, Facebook group, who recommends who for driving instructors. And one person was recommended the most and had the best feedback. So I went straight there. So yeah. it's a new Google in a way. It's like the yes. trusted word of the community. And, you know, take it or leave it for what it is. Sometimes it's a pain, but you can definitely, if you have referrals, people are more than willing to, to shout your name for the rooftops on those pages. So the yes. more that you can utilise these free um you know, basically like the old newspaper, isn't it? This is your free version of getting your name out there. And yeah. uh, I know that they have business promotion days, be it a Monday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, a lot of these local pages. I mm -hmm. usually tell people to make a list of what those days are and have some content ready each week. You know, what offer can you promote? Is there free value you can put out there? What can you put to get in front of those? Because some of those groups have, you know, tens of thousands of people within them. Granted, yeah. not everyone's going to see them all the time, but the more you show up, the more likely you'll be top of mind if someone's looking for uh, a tutor, if they're looking for a driving instructor, the more people see you, the more they'll think of you first. So that, um, and as you're saying, getting along to these local council and chamber of commerce events are wonderful. And the final point that you and I um, are a part of is female networking groups. If you're a female business owner, you and I have found a lot of support in that. Um, explain what it's been like for you, you know, joining a, a female networking group filled with small business owners just like yourself. I've joined a, a few. I've, um, I did. I joined Business in Common, which is a base where I live in Perth, and then I've joined. I've just joined Fusion, and I also I've just done um, this perfect purpose and profit mastermind. Important. So that's been another networking opportunity. It's just amazing. It's just really lovely. I've met so many fantastic people, and they're so supportive and. Um, it's really inspiring as well to see how other people are going in their different businesses and how they do it. And um, I, I find that women are really, really supportive of each other in small business because we all know how hard it is and managing the juggle. And, um, yeah, it's been really good. So different to working in a job with people, with colleagues. It's just a totally different experience. Yeah, it's a different conversation, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's definitely a different conversation. And you tend to be more open because you know that they know uh, what mm -hmm. you're going through and the tips and tricks and things that you can learn from somebody. What I love most about networking groups, um, be it Fusion or a group coaching program, uh, being in both, uh, both are wonderful for the support. So if you pop something up, I'm struggling with this or, uh, you know, how do you do this? Within five minutes, you've usually got five answers or a link to someone who can help you with it. And yeah. a lot of the support is in-house. If somebody they know within that group uh, does that, that'll be the first point of call. And I think that that's where the Women Supporting Women is wonderful mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah, we do tend to do that. So if somebody needs something done, they'll always recommend someone within the group because it is. It's about lifting women up and it's usually community over uh, competition which I've found, I've had many marketing people on my podcast. Uh, it's definitely not about competition. It's about who has um, a passion in a certain area and then making sure that that is brought to the forefront because not everyone is created equal. So all marketing people are not the same and yes. everyone has a different thing. And you probably find that with tutors as well. Everyone has a different passion. 
and you love to support and uh, grow those with special needs because you've had that in your history and you can see the benefits. You do that as well as normal tuition. So I think that's where uh, definitely building a community has to, has to build more confidence in your business, um, how you run it. Do you find that as well? Well, You show up with a bit more confidence now that you've been part of all these programs and groups. Yeah, I do. I definitely feel more confident in my ability as a business owner rather than, you know, being just a teacher kind of thing. You know, when I first started, I really, I didn't, yeah, you don't feel as confident to run the business side of things. But now, knowing, and knowing that you've got people to ask if you have a problem. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely showing up as an authority and once you get that confidence you're more likely to show up online with that authority and you've got the backing of people uh, to support you because if you just show up and no one's watching and no one's listening and you sort of think well is anyone and to know that you've got people that are like hey I saw that or I saw this because sometimes I've done many Instagram lives and thought I was just talking to nobody and then, you know, uh, finding out days later that somebody will message me and say, hey, that really had an impact. And I took away what you said. I implemented it and it made a difference. And you're like, okay, so I'm not just talking to air. And yeah. the same with this podcast, you know, it'll be years down the track. And I've had people actually listen to an episode and get in touch or comment. So it's knowing that you're having a greater impact than what you think you are at the time. And I think that that comes about when you have that support network who's like, hey, what you said was really good or, hey, I passed it on to a friend and now they're you know doing something with it. I think yeah. that allows you to keep going because it is very lonely and, I mean, putting offers out is, you know, a very vulnerable state for small business owners compared to, say, just doing a job. I shouldn't say just doing a job. A job <laughs> is very important and we've yeah. all done it. But in a small business, you're putting yourself out there as yourself and you're, you're making yourself very vulnerable as a startup to, will this work? Will this not work? Is there enough need for what it is I have? And am I good enough? That's always the imposter syndrome. And yes. when you put out new offers, you will have that as well, that new imposter syndrome every time. I mean, I've been in business 15 years now and the pivoting and the changing and the, it, it, it continues to happen, but you just mm-hmm. know that you're making a difference in the end. And I think that's what keeps you going. Uh, Cause you know, what is it? If it wasn't hard, everyone would be doing it. So yeah. you know, every now and then we've got to step back. And I think that's what these um, networking groups do allow you to step back, pat yourself on the back that you're surviving <laughs> and you're still here for yourself yes. a year and a bit afterwards, plus having a baby, plus having a business, plus having a life um, sometimes you just got to step back and that's what networking groups are great. Good job. You're doing a good mm-hmm. job. Keep going. Um, you know, yeah. and I think that support is what, what happens, um, when you reach out for support. Now, what would you find? I'll throw you a curveball. has been the biggest learning over the last year, mm-hmm. starting or, or nearly two years since, you know, you, you went into maternity yeah. leave. So you've come back, you've decided that you're going to go all in on yourself. Um, so what's the biggest learning that you've taken away as a startup? Uh, I think uh, just to be consistent, um, even when, like you said, when you feel like nobody's listening and, you know, you do like a webinar and you have like five people show up and one of them's your mom and you just think, oh, this is a big waste of time, um, to just keep going because, just recently, I've had people um, enroll for this term and they're like, oh, I've been following you for six months on social media 
and I finally decided to book in. So a lot of these times I'm just thinking, you know, oh, my post hasn't got many likes or, uh, you know, nobody's kind of, this is a big waste of time, but it's not. And yeah, just to be consistent, keep showing up as people remember. Um, I love that so much. You're talking yeah. to converted. <laughs> I was actually going to do a theme of consistency next week. Um, on my socials because we forget I know that I put stuff up and I think oh I don't even know whether anyone's taking any of this in I'm just showing I've been showing up for years and I still think you know every day I think oh is anyone really you know am I talking to myself Uh, and then I get a message from you know past clients or clients they'll just message me say hey that really hit me today that resonated thanks so much and someone even said you don't realize the impact you have and you're like okay, I'm going to keep going. You know, you yeah. have one of those weeks where you're like, what am I even doing? You know, God damn. And then you get that yeah. message and like, oh, just show up, Nicola. People are listening and they yeah. stalk. I've joined expensive coaching programs, you know, just off a sales yeah. page after stalking for probably nearly two years. Yeah. And, you know, not even engaging on the line, just watching, you know, not because mm-hmm. I'm not a liker or anything. I just watch and you know, and that I have to keep remembering, like you said, six months, a year later, people listen to a podcast episode, then they stalk you. Then I've had people who have done it within a week, yeah. found me, stalked me, downloaded the ebook, and then booked into the coaching program within five days. Yeah. So yeah, it's so I funny how it happens like that sometimes. Yeah, it's the key yeah, going. You'll good. find your tribe, your people, and remember that people stalk and you might not see them. And then all of a sudden they'll pop up. So don't give up. And I think that's the main thing. You're always making a difference. Um, And if it's not working, fail fast. Mm -hmm. Don't um, take it on as a failure. Just fail fast. That didn't work. That's not aligned. What do I need? I dive down back with my clients and we go back to the foundations. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What's my why? What am I going to offer that's in line with that? Who needs that? How am I going to find them? Go back and yeah. do that work again. Go back to why you do what you do and really reassess your offers and 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 um, how you can impact people. You know, just fail fast. You know, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Okay, you tried. You know it didn't work. Keep going. Don't yeah. wallow and don't give up because yeah. uh, we all know that the richest people in the world have all been bankrupt and failed many times. We know that. But we're mm-hmm. harder on ourselves. I love that. I love the fact yeah. we're harder on ourselves if, you know, <laughs> one program, you know, gets like two people in or something when we first put it out in our first year and we're like, oh, my God, that's it. I'm over. It's all over. It's just, you know, and then these people with multi-million dollar things fail and they keep going. They don't yes. sit there and wallow the facts. So I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where can people find you so that they can come and check you out online and, and figure out um, if there's a match for your programs? So you can go to my website, which is wiseourtuition.com or we're on Instagram. Same, just look up wiseourtuition. Instagram will be there and also on Facebook. So Love yeah. that. I love that. And, and so in, you find us. <laughs> so there's, you know, to review, there's things to look at if you're in startup phase or even if you're not in startup phase, you're in pivot phase, which is what happened to me three years ago when COVID hit, went from full consulting to, okay, consulting has been taken in-house due to lack of funds with COVID. What can I do now? 
where can I pivot? And so that's where I found networking, small business, marketing, that sort of thing. So, you know, it's about Chamber of Commerce is a wonderful resource, either as a guest speaker, if you have knowledge that can help, or as uh, networking attending um, events, a wonderful place to find new clients or just learn and uh, support from your local council. If there's anything that they have resources for small business, work from home, startups, there's always something to find at low yes. cost point. Uh, and then networking groups, you know, find your tribe, it, you know, test them out. Some of them are not for you. Some of them you will just become raving fans of and can't mm-hmm. you know, tell people enough. Um, they do become a bit like a cult, I must say. Um, but that's <laughs> that's a good in a good way. You, yeah. you feel accepted, you feel they'll listen to you and you can't help but tell everyone else to join. And I yeah. think that's when you know you found your tribe. And, and I've done that with Fusion. And I know the the profit and passion, the mastermind that you've been part of, I mean, that's a massive thing over here and everyone loves it. Again, yes. because of feeling heard, seen, validated. And we all need yeah. that. So that's been a wonderful conversation. I think things, at least people can start exploring if they haven't already. So I appreciate you coming on today and talking about that because hearing it from somebody who's just been through it is always so powerful. I mean, considering I was startup, you know, 15 years ago, it's nice to know, you know, what's out there now, what people are exploring when they're starting out. So thank you so much. It's been wonderful to chat. And thank um, you for having me. That's right. Go check Emily out. Why, uh, Why is our tuition? Because if you have kids, and we're talking primary school age tuition um, from years one to We do from year one, one to ten. Yeah. And we specialise in helping kids with learning difficulties, like dyslexia, ADHD, autism, but then every all our programs work for, for anybody. So Perfect, perfect. So if you're obviously know of someone or you are a mum struggling with kids in primary school age up to year 10 that have um learning difficulties or just struggling I've been there I just got um my eldest through year 12 and I think I needed a stiff drink um because (laughs) he was um you know school was a struggle so I get it whereas my youngest school is a breeze so they're all different so find help early that's what I would say if you possibly could just find help early because it saves you when they get to year 11 and 12 it does yeah and you lose your mind if you can find a good way to get them to learn it's much easier so go um, hit up Emily and find out what you need to know thank you so much and I'll go follow you online now thank you